Father, thank you, Lord, for each one that is here on this midweek prayer service. We ask, Lord, that you'd continue to help us and lead us and guide us in the truth of the Scriptures. Help us to understand what we need to tonight. Thank you for the way that you have dealt with my heart this week. Thank you for your goodness, for your grace, for your mercy. Thank you most of all for the name Jesus. We love you and we thank you for loving us, for we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. And thank you for standing. Thank you for being here. Does anyone have a testimony tonight? You want to brag on Jesus before we look into the text? Anyone? Amen. Amen. Anyone else? A word of testimony? Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir, buddy. Yes, sir. God's good to us. Amen? Amen. 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 
Amen. Amen. What a blessing. going to bring them to church, will you? Yes. Amen. <laughs> Amen. What a blessing. testimonies feeds my soul Matthew 7 24 we find in the scriptures that there are two builders two builders I want you to notice the two builders that are mentioned in verse number 24 it says therefore whosoever heareth these sands of mine and doeth them I will liken unto him a wise man which built his house upon a rock. We see they was a wise builder. But then in verse number 26, it says, And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. So we see they are two builders. They was two. They was one that was wise, and they was one that was foolish. But I want you also not only to notice that it says, Jesus said, one was wise in verse 24 and one was foolish in verse 26, but Jesus says, I will liken him unto a wise man. Verse 26 says, shall be likened unto a foolish man. So the one builder who was building his house on the rock who Jesus said would wise, he said, I'm going to liken him unto a wise man. That means to be similar, not only in character, but also in appearance. This man who builds his house upon the rock, his character and his appearance will be similar 
to a wise man. It means the resembling or exactly alike. It means to convert into like substance. So I'm interested in this man, this builder who is building his house upon the rock. And it says that the one who builds his house on the rock, this builder is considered wise. When I begin to think about this builder being wise, I thought, what does the Bible say about a wise man? What all does the Bible have to say about a wise man? It starts in the book of Genesis and it teaches that a wise man would be over the land. Wise men, it says the Lord puts wisdom and understanding and a wise man knows how to work. It goes on and says wise men to work. Wise men know what to do. The Bible teaches us through the word of God that wise men are counselors and they're scribes. I find it interesting, according to the Word of God, even in our text that we have read, the Bible teaches us that wise men, they listen, and wise men will hear. A wise man, according to the Word of God, when they are rebuked, they will love you. Hmm. It's amazing to me. A wise man fears... And a wise man departs from evil. The Bible teaches us that a wise man is strong. (laughs) A wise man thinks before he speaks. A wise man has a heart of discernment. A A wise man, his words, when he does speak, they are gracious. Hmm. But a wise man will not glory in his wisdom. And a wise man has a good conversation. So what Jesus is saying here is they are two builders. One of the builders are wise. And he will be likened unto a wise man. It makes perfect sense to me now that I have studied because it started in Genesis 4.33 and it ended in James 3.13. So from Genesis 4 all the way to the book of James 3.13, you'll find all of the scripture that speaks on who a wise man is. Not only who he is, but what he does. Not only what he does, but what he does not do. We see one of these builders was wise. We also see that Jesus said one of these builders was a foolish man. Foolish man. So then I begin to say, okay, Lord, if a wise man that builds his house upon the rock will be likened unto a wise man, and the Bible teaches us all about the wise man, and the foolish man will also be likened unto the foolish, the fools, then what does the word of God have to say about fools in the Bible? Hmm. Fools, killed by wrath, anger, grief, and sorrow. Did you know that a foolish man disgraces and shames you daily? Hmm. The Bible teaches us, do not be around a foolish man. 
I thought this was interesting. It says that a foolish man despises his mother. <laughs> a foolish man spins and spins it up. The Bible teaches us that a foolish man has no rest. Foolish men despise wisdom, and a fool hates knowledge. Fools will proclaim foolishness. You know what else fools do? Fools make a mock at sin. A foolish man, when he speaks, he speaks foolishness. The Bible teaches us that fools are blind. And then this one, a foolish man professes with his own mouth themselves to be wise. But the Bible says they become fools. So we see there are two builders here. Jesus says there are two builders. One builder was a wise builder, and one builder was a foolish builder. Next, there's two foundations. Verse number 24. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken unto him unto a wise man. We know what a wise man is according to the word of God, which built his house upon a rock. So the wise man, his foundation is built upon a rock. Verse 26, and every one that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man, because the foolish man which built his house upon the sand. So we see they are two builders. One was, one was wise, and the other was, we see there's two foundation. One foundation is a rock, and the other foundation is sand. Just want to make sure you're with me. When you study the word rock, it means Petra. 1 Corinthians 3.11, for other foundation can no man lay than that is laid which is Jesus Christ. Can I say to you that the rock is Jesus Christ, amen? And that wise man will build his life, will build his house upon the rock, according to 1 Corinthians 3.11, and that foundation that no man can lay, that is laid, which is Jesus Christ, Ephesians 2.20. And are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Amen? 1 Peter 2.4, Christ a living stone. The word grow thereby the Lord is a living stone we are lively stones and we are built up a spiritual house 1 Timothy 6 19 it is a good foundation and if you're on the good foundation it means that you lay hold to eternal life 2 Timothy 2 not 2 19 the foundation of God standeth sure can I hear an amen on that okay so we see there's two builders there's a wise builder. Now we know that this wise builder, he built his house, his life, upon a rock. We realize according to 1 Corinthians 3, Ephesians 2, 1 Peter 2, 1 Timothy 6, and 2 Timothy 2, we realize that this foundation, this rock, is Jesus Christ himself. Then there was the foolish man. We see another foundation because there was two. 
There was two builders. One was wise and one was a foolish. There was, there was two foundations. One was a rock and the other was sand. When you look up that word sand, it means as heaping on the beach. And the word for that is a moss. It shows how foolish this is. It shows how foolish this really is. And when you, when you begin to study about sand, the foundation of sand, just keep it simple. It's anything other than Christ. Sand is anything other than Christ. Amen? So we see that this wise man, he builds his life upon the rock of Jesus Christ. This foolish man, he builds his life on anything other than Christ. And Jesus said, that is sand. Who loves going to the beach besides my wife? Say amen. She loves it, man. She loves it. We've got this thing that we kid about, but we're really not kidding. I tell her all the time, I say, now listen, when I get to the age and my health deteriorates so bad that I can't talk and I can't walk and I can't take care of myself, I say, whatever you do, do not leave me in this house. Can I hear an amen on that? I said, roll me in my wheelchair out in the front yard and leave me outside. Do not leave me in the house when I cannot walk and talk and take care of myself. And if I can't take care of myself, just get the water hose and rinse me off. And when I dry, roll me back in the house. But do not leave me in that house. Then she tells me, look, when I get to where I can't take care of myself and I can't tell you what I need, she said, take me to the beach. <laughs> And roll me down to the water's edge and let me sit there and just let the water run up on my feet and run down. Run up on my feet and run down. If you have to move me back, move me back. If you have to move me forward, move me forward. But take me to the beach. Boy, she loves the beach. Every year at the beach, you know what we build? Sandcastles. It's fun, man. But this year at the beach, I stepped it up. I stepped it up. Instead of using a little plastic shovel and the little, the little sandcastle thing, you know, and putting a little sand in it, cut, turning it over and building like 30 of them and going, man, that looks good. The place we were staying in had a real shovel still with a handle on it. I put on my shoes, Brother Steve, and I started digging, man. Tina said, dig a big old hole and make a big old sandcastle for these grandbabies to play with. And I dug and I dug and I dug and I dug. And while I was digging, they would jump in the hole. And I dug the hole pretty deep. And it was like up to here to the grandkids. And I kept piling up sand and piling up sand and piling up sand. And, and then we packed it up. And then the grandkids went and got seashells and put it all over. And then, you know, you got to try to make a tunnel. Right? So we started digging a tunnel, and when we was digging the tunnel, the bridge fell. Yeah, it's all right. That's what happens when you build on the sand, amen? And we, and we put it back again, and we, and we dug, and we put it back, and, we, and I dug a moat around it, man. And, and, and by the time I was like, that's it, Papa's done for the day. And then Adam dug, and then others dug, and man, we had the tallest, not the prettiest, but the tallest sandcastle I've ever built. But you know what's crazy? Every day when we went back, the second day, it was gone. 
Why did it not stay? I mean, it wouldn't at least be a little bit of something left. Anything other than Christ that we build on is sand. And we are fools to think that if we build our lives on anything other than Christ, we're fools to think that it's going to last. It will not last. Can I tell you, it will wash away no matter how tall you build it. It's going to wash away. So not only do we see two builders, wise and foolish, two foundations, there was two. There was rock, which was Christ, and sand, which is anything other than Christ. But I never had noticed this before. Did you know that according to the Word of God that both of these builders heard? They both heard. Look at verse 24. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which buildeth his house upon a rock. So the wise man heard. And then in verse 26, and everyone that heareth these sayings of mine, but then doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. I never even noticed that both of the builders heard, but they both heard. Verse 24, whosoever heareth. Verse 26, everyone that heareth. And when you study these words in, in verse 24 and verse 26, heareth and heareth, it means to hear and to give audience to the ears. But this is what I didn't know, Brother Grayson. It not only means that they both heard, it also means that they both understood what they was hearing. Huh. Now think about that with me. To hear and give audience to the ears, but to understand. What, what did they hear and what did they understand? They heard and understood everything that Jesus is saying. They heard and understood everything that Jesus... They heard Jesus' word and they heard Jesus' preaching. They both heard. They both heard. And they both heard the same things. It's no different than this. It's no different than raising children in church and raising children in the same church. They both heard and they both understood. You raised them in the same home. They both heard and they both understood. They have a lot of the same friends and they both hear and they both understand. They listen to the same music and they both hear and they both understand. And we could go over and over and over and over that scenario, but here's the deal. Both of them heard. Both of them understand. One of them done something with what they understood, and he was wise, and the other one did nothing with what he heard and understand, and Jesus said that man was a foolish man. Wow. So it's not that they didn't know. It's not that they didn't hear. They both heard. One doeth, according to the Scripture, one doeth and one doeth not. I'm about finished. Stay with me. So there was two that built. There was two foundations. 
there was two that heard. But the Lord dealt with me about this, and I never had thought about it, but there was one storm. There was one storm. Verse 25 and verse number 27. The rains descended, the floods came, the winds blew, and it beat upon that house. That means that it fell upon that life. The rains descended, the floods came, the winds blew, and it beat upon that house. Hmm. Can I say to you and I that storms in life will always come? Storms in life will always come. At any day and at any time, they can be a storm blow into our lives. Genesis 7, 4, the Lord will cause it to rain upon the earth. The Bible teaches us thunder and hell and lightning and wind. And then there'll be time that he gives rain. Then there'll be time there'll be no rain. Then there'll be a time that they heard the sound of rain and it was a great rain. And then the Bible teaches us that the clouds are full of rain. And then Matthew 5.45 says he maketh his S-U-N, son, to rise on the evil and on the good and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. It's going to rain in our lives, amen? There's no way around it. They are going to be some hard days in life. Don't care how close to God you are, there's still going to be some hard days in life. There's going to be some storms. There's going to be some, some hail storms. There's going to be some wind storms. They are going to be some things that is going to shake our lives to the very foundation. Hmm. Can I say to you, our foundation must be sure. It's got to be sure. Because that is what's holding it all together is the foundation. Amen. A lot of times in life, I said this Sunday, a lot of times in life, it, you don't know what kind of fruit is really on that tree. Sometimes that tree will be shaken. And when that tree is shaken, that fruit will fall out of that tree. And when that fruit falls out of that tree, then a lot of times you will recognize what fruit is really on the tree. But sometimes you won't ever see it until the tree is shaken. Shaken. The foundations. That's the difference. There's two builders. There's two foundations. Man, there's, there's a lot of twos, but there's this one storm. But then there's two ends. There's two ends. I got to thinking about a foundation today. And this is a... This is a funny example of a foundation, but it made a lot of sense to me. Come help me out, Brother Blaine. Grab him, grab him flowers off of there for just one second. Sit them over here, please. Pastor Jason. I asked Pastor Jason. Thank you, Dwayne. I said, Pastor Jason, what do you think about? Stay with me now. This is a great illustration if it works out just right. I said, what do you think about a, who in here 
Who in here has ever, with your children, ever built a card house? If you've ever built a card house before, raise your hand. A card house. You never have? You're missing it. <laughs> Grayson, have you ever built a card house with the kids? Jim? Jeff? Okay. You'll try it? Well, come on. card house. You know what is amazing? This is one of the prettiest tables in the church. And this piece of glass right here is beautiful. And when you stand over it, you look at this table and this glass and it's amazing. You stand on this side. Pastor Jason's going to stand on that side. You can come right here and he's going to teach you how to build a card house. So just follow his leaders, leadership. I'm telling you, <laughs> We don't think about it, but I'm just trying to teach us tonight that the foundation is a big deal. I'm on sand. He laid blocks for a living, I killed the Yeah, you do whatever you want to do. Uh, Look at there. Oh, he's Look at that. Look at that. Look at this. That's amazing. Building a house on a foundation that is beautiful. Building a house on a foundation that is the prettiest glass that you could ever see. But watch this. <laughs> Did you see that? Okay, you guys can stop now. You can stop now for real. You can go sit down. <laughs> Jeff could not even get a couple of course, is it called corsets? course it's laid. Couldn't even get started. Pastor Jason's house was beginning his life. Did you see it? His life was beginning to go. And I mean, it was going. I was actually shocked that it was going. <laughs> but then Jeff had no idea that I was fixing to do what he just done. <laughs> he went... And everything that he was so patiently trying to build instantly come falling down. Are you with me? Listen to me, child of God. Anything other than Christ is sinking sand. It's not going to last. Verse 25, it says, the house fell not. And then it says in verse 27, and it fell, and great was the fall of it in verse 27. When you study that word fall in verse number 27, it means a crash, a crash. It comes just crashing down. How is your life? How is your life? Is your life a palace? 
just so much space and so much luxury in your life, could it be a palace? Is your house a castle with dark, secret passages that no one else knows anything about? Is your house a warehouse full of merchandise so full that you can't even move? Is your house a lighthouse that's standing on a rock? So when the storms of life come that someone can look at your life and see the light and know how they can get to the shore. I thought about this. Is your house just a little country house that when you walk in and sit down, it's full of the peace of God. And you just walk in and sit down and think, man, it's good to be home. Or is your house like a ship? It don't ever settle down anywhere. It's just tossed to and fro, forward and backwards, in and out and up and down. Hmm. I wrote this down, Pastor Jason. Some never get past the beginning. They just get just a few little block laid, and then that's it for their life. And then I wrote down here, and I put it in parentheses, have you ever built a card house? You ever built a card house? I'm going to tell you what would make this right here so much easier. You take those same two men, and you set them right here on this stage, right here, where there's a little bit of texture, and it's a whole lot more solid, and you'd be surprised how sweet of a little card house they could make. They could build one little block and two little blocks, and they can make some little walls. And if, they, if they're really patient, they could go up another story. And then, and then you can start laying one, two, three, four, five, six. You can start really working on the roof of that thing, man. And you can get that card house really pretty strong. And then once you start getting it pretty strong, then I always like to do this. All right, now let's pull a card out and see if it'll fall. Let's pull another one out and see if it'll You will be surprised how firm that thing is built. Listen to me, child of God. It all depends on the foundation. And the sad part about it is, is they are a lot of people that are building their lives on everything but Christ. That's why it is so important that every decision we make and everything we do, we seek Him over it. Listen, there's two builders. There's two. And both of them heard, Ben. But when the storms of life come, and guess what? They will come, Ava. Right now, you experience little storms in your life, and right now, you're probably thinking, there's some things in life that's really hard for me right now. But I'm telling you, girl, when you get a little bit older, get a little bit more responsibility, the storms get stronger. And then you hear the testimonies of some of these mamas in here, and one day, if it's God's will, you'll be a mama. And you never know what kind of storms you might have to face as a young lady or even as a middle-aged woman. But I can promise you this, that same Jesus that you're trusting right now will be the same Jesus you trust then. Is that right? Is that right, Mama? Is, is that right? Is that right? Miss Doris, one of our senior ladies, can you testify to tell this young girl that the same Jesus she's trusting now is the same Jesus you're trusting even at your age of life? Hmm. Did you hear that? 
Yes, and he never fails. Never. Isn't God good? Amen. Felt a little bit funny bringing cards to church. I mean, we're not going to play go fishing or nothing. I was just trying to build a card house. So don't let it hinder you tonight. And if it did, you'll probably try to build one when you get home. <laughs> God is good, amen? I'm so thankful he's my rock tonight. I'm so thankful I can depend on him. And listen, when the storms of life get rough, I can still stand on the rock. Amen. Let's come pray tonight.